magical place we could go. So close your eyes and make a wish for the skies with the angriest, flappiest birds and the seas with ridiculous fish. The Dutch Arcade Show is here again. Touch Arcade Show. Slink it in. Hey guys, what is up and welcome to the Touch Arcade Show episode number 515. Um, should probably note that uh, our baby decided to stop sleeping well and I'm on like a third day in a row of getting like three hours of sleep. That's cool. And I feel like I am in hell. And uh, I don't feel human anymore. Have you ever considered and hiring just a live-in uh, nanny, like a Mary Poppins situation? I wish. I uh, I wouldn't even want to look up what that would cost. <laughs> but um, if it, even like one night of that would be amazing. One night off would be cool. It's because um, it's been rough. <clears throat> it's always funny, like going back to watch those kind of like old, um, old movies and TV shows and stuff like that. Where it's like, oh yeah, we have just mm-hmm. the live in nanny. I, I, yeah, we, d- doesn't we everybody <laughs> one person that works a very normal job to support <laughs> yeah. like a wife, two kids, a house and a live in nanny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, that's just, it, it's normal for everybody to just be able to hire uh child care in home child care. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's been rough cause the baby wakes up, um, and then we'll get him up, like feed him a little bit and then he'll get sleepy and go back to sleep. But by that time the toddler's awake and this is like four or five in the morning and he's not going back to sleep. So you have to like try to get him to just lay in bed with you and just chill for a while just so you can get like a few minutes of extra sleep or something. But that never really works out that well. And so basically I get up at 4am every day. Um, yeah, it's fun. What do you do as a toddler when you wake up at four in the morning? Like, what is your reason to be awake? You know, it's, it's good morning time. That's what he tells us. Mm. He goes, look outside, it's good morning time. And I go, no, it's still dark. When the light is outside, (laughs) that's fine to say it's good morning time. And we will get up with you then. But when you get up and it's still dark out, that's too early, bud. Yeah. And, uh, he doesn't totally get that yet. So, huh? Well, um, I guess while you're not sleeping, it's been a exciting week of Apple drama. Um, yeah. It always Apple is drama. Apple drama. So I, I added this to the list to talk about. So um, if you use any form of social media right now, you very likely have seen people posting these like uh, grids of like different colored squares. Um, mm-hmm. I'll say like, like Wordle, like uh, 15 slash 20 and then like <coughs> five yeah. by two grid of squares, you know, like of green, yeah. gray and yellow and uh, red, maybe, I don't know. Um, so the genesis of that is this web game called Wordle, um, which is made by the same guy that did like the few different kind of like Reddit Easter egg, um, Mm-hmm. Kind of like web apps, like the one that was like the button, which if yeah, anybody yeah, remember yeah. that, it was like, um, here, I don't remember what the timer was on the button, but it was like anyone on Reddit could push the button. And when you push the button, the timer would reset to like, I feel like mm-hmm. it was 
like reasonably long, like an hour or something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And then something, something was going to happen when the countdown hit, but you were dependent on like the entire Reddit user base to not click the button for whatever amount of time, uh, you know, it took. And he's done a couple other things like that and like things that just, you know, are extremely simple, but just get like wildly popular. And, um, you know, it's just on the internet, nothing like app based. Right. So, um, Wordle, of course, having uh, no app store presence, like really just primed the pump for um, app store scumbags. I mean, anything that's popular, really, like Squid Game, I remember was just a big thing that was like every game that comes out is a Squid Game something now. Yeah, but I mean, can you can you even um, can you even imagine a more like fertile ground for app store scammers than like popular web app that is going all over the place that people don't really know what it is or where you play it. They just see like people posting like the word wordle on their Facebook and yeah, like an, an organic type popular thing that has had no effort to monetize it in any way whatsoever, but it's super ripe for monetization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like no yeah, effort to monetize. The all over that. And really what's interesting too, is that the, the, the little, um, thing at the end they give you like paste on your social media it doesn't even include like a hey you know try today's wordle at you know no, no um, link or nothing yeah, yeah. It's, it's very cryptic which i think is part of the appeal maybe um, but so i remember before i learned what wordle was and started playing it that it was like um what are these boxes <laughs> yeah and i think that's the whole point is to be like what do these boxes mean i can't remember what the address is it's like um powerlanguage.co.uk yeah, it doesn't even have its own Wordle. <laughs> um, That's crazy. And yeah, so it's it's like you know a, a word guessing kind of like logic game. Um, I guess kind of sort of similar to the old board game, like what was it, Mastermind was what it was called or something like that. Maybe yeah. where you like guess and then you got like a clue of what uh, what was correct in your guess and what wasn't, and then you kind of needed to like form the words based on that. But anyway, so. You know, made by a cool guy that makes popular web stuff, has like zero, zero interest in monetizing it or anything else. Just made it for fun. Um, and then, of course, you know, it hits this level of virality. And the, the other the other part is like the game is ultra simple. I mean, it's like the kind of thing it, which only added to this issue where like cloners can basically like spend an afternoon like making a Wordle clone. Right. Um, which is exactly what happened. And so uh wordle kind of hits this like height of popularity on social media and then all of a sudden there's like a million different wordle knockoffs on the app store right yeah and i think what like really incensed people was um you know some of the people like the the main guy that really pissed everyone off was just like (laughs) yeah just like going off on twitter about like how much money he's making and you know he's going to the moon and like all this other stuff and and then, you know, like when people were tweeting at him being like, yo, hey, w- w- what are you doing? Like you're you're violating trademarks or whatever else. He was like, what trademark? Winky emoji. Yeah, right. You know, it's like stuff like that. So it was very easy to turn this guy into a villain. Right. Yeah, um, totally. And like he tried to do small amounts of damage control, but I feel like that only made it worse because like he was he oh, was yeah. posting about like, oh, you know, I've talked to the guy behind Wordle and like. 
you know, I offered him a bunch of money to license it or, you know, money outright or rev share or whatever else. And he wasn't interested. So I just did it anyway. It's like, uh, yeah, that actually just makes it worse. You probably could have just left that whole part out and, uh, it would have been fine. Um, so the interesting part of this to me was that, I mean, how many times has this sort of thing happened? You know, where like you have like one vaguely popular thing, it just gets kind of like dogpiled with cloners. And then like, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the bigger problem with Wordle is that like, you know, with no mobile presence and people, I think most people will just assume, Oh, you're playing a word game. It's on the phone. Like, let me search on the app store kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Like I was really surprised when I finally got curious enough about like, what are these, what is this Wordle? Everyone's talking Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. like that. It was just this web game, like not even on like wordle.com or something like that, you know? Right. I was like, Oh, this is like, like you actively like trying to hide this, like where you have it. Right. (laughs) Um, yeah. So I think it's a very natural thing to just go to the app store, search Wordle, download the first thing. This guy was like spending heavily on search ads. So his Wordle was the first one that you know came up and he mm-hmm. titled it like Wordle the app or something like that. Um, yeah. And surprisingly enough, um, you know, I was I was ready to predict like, hey, this this just is Wordle now. I mean, this guy has lost Wordle because, you know, like yeah. it, 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 very similar to what happened to like threes in 2048 and stuff like once 2048 kind of like snowballed to the point that it did, it was just sort of like, you know, the, the reaction that people had when you're like, Hey, you know, that's a, you know, you should play threes that came out first and they're like, Oh, well, I don't care. This is, this is the one I like, yeah. or this one was free or like whatever yeah. else. Right. Um, and to make or the threes is a clone of this game. I like mm-hmm. 2048. Yeah. And to make the, the wordle thing worse, like the dude that was doing all the gloating, like, it's not like he was selling it for 99 cents or was like giving away free for ads with ads or whatever. He like, he had like the ultra predatory, like onload, uh, I think it was a $30 a month subscription to play it, you know? And it was just like, his his Twitter feed was just like gloating about the amount of people subscribing and stuff, you know? Um, so, uh, you know, as I was saying, I I was like, well, this is done. He, this guy just lost Wordle. Uh, all these scumbags are going to make all this money off of it. And it's just going to be another one of those things where it's like, all right, well, you know, the app store does, you know, it's really cool sometimes and really sucks other times. And I think this is going to be one of those times that really sucks. Um, so it turns out that, uh, Apple removed all the Wordle clones, oddly enough, which I think was something that absolutely no one expected. Right. I don't know. I think they've moved quickly when things become a big enough deal. And like, you know, John Gruber got super involved in in talking about this and like commenting to the dude on Twitter and stuff like that. So I feel like when when people with the right phone numbers in their contact lists see something like that, then maybe things move quicker. But um, yeah, I, I... the whole thing is kind of like it definitely fizzled out a lot quicker than these things normally do. Cause a lot of times it'll be like weeks or months or who knows, never that something like this would even get resolved. Um, I'm all I really want to know now is like, what's Wordle dude going to do? Is he going to release an app? Does he care about this at all? So far it kind of seems like he does not care. Yeah. And you know, he's had offers out the wazoo for just, people paying him a million dollars to do whatever the hell with Wordle. So, and, and it doesn't seem like he's like taking anybody up on any offers or anything like that. So I kind of think the dude just doesn't care. And I don't know if there will ever be a Wordle app for real or not. Like, I don't know. It's a weird situation. 
I think that the response to this would not have been as swift if it wasn't for like the one Wordle dev, like really just rubbing people's nose in it. That's true. You know, like yeah. if it was just one of those things where it's like, oh, well, yeah, of course there's all these Wordle clones and, you know, they're just made yeah. by some guy with, you know, some, you know, obviously foreign name that's just, you know, probably, and you look up their <laughs> seller account and it's like 500 things that are just ripoffs of other stuff. And yeah, you know, like that, that would have gone, and there's a million of those on the app store, you know, and that, that, that probably, I feel like would have gone nowhere. Right. Yeah, but yeah, you know, because no, this guy could make such a villain of himself. Like, I think it fired up all yeah. the right people that you know, like you said, probably contacted the right people at Apple and stuff. So, yeah, um, it got taken down pretty quickly. As I think, pretty much all the Wordle clones are gone now too. Um, yeah, I haven't tried searching, but but so like the the interesting segue there then is the uh, news that came out on Thursday where so. You know, before I feel like Apple had this like plausible deniability with this sort of stuff where it's like, hey, well, you know, Wordle's not trademarked. And mm-hmm. I mean, I guess, you know, Wordle's a bit different because, you know, so so remove that from the equation where it's like, hey, you know, 2048, it's not trademarked. Like, you know, you're, you know, threes gameplay, you know, you can't copyright gameplay. So like these guys just made a more popular version and a million people made other yep. ones. I mean, it's just kind of the way the shit goes. And, you know, like, yeah, you know, it's not great, but no harm, no foul. No one's breaking any rules. And yeah, everything else. So it is what it is, right? Um, but the the problem in kind of Apple tipping their hand to be like, well, no, I guess you know, like if this blows up enough from like a PR perspective, like we will actually act on this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I believe has triggered other people who have dealt with clone situations for ages to be like, hey, what the fuck, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, because like like so. Um, and the reason I bring this up is because uh, PUBG, the uh, mm-hmm. uh, Blue Hole or Garena or uh, who's the actual PUBG maker now? Uh, Nexon or Crafton. Crafton, yeah. So they're they're suing Apple about the removal of these other things because like PUBG has, I mean, the amount of like wildly shameless knockoffs of PUBG is like really just something else, and like. Yeah. Unfortunately, the app store has created a situation with like the different kind of like search ads you can buy and the different way you can kind of like game the various algorithms that like if, if someone's got deep enough pockets, like they can just basically squash you on the app store. And like Apple has mm-hmm. created all the tools to allow people to do that and they make most of the money off that activity. So like there's very little reason for them to be like, hey, we should reevaluate search ads because like it's kind of messed up that your competitor can just pay us a bunch of money and then we show your ad or we show their yeah. app ahead of your game when they search for the specific That's been title. A problem with Apple for a while, their search ad stuff. Oh sucks. yeah, it's, it's been going on forever, right? So I think Apple has created kind of an interesting situation for themselves in removing the Wordle games because it's shown like, well, no, actually, you know, if if our feet are held to the fire. Like, we'll just mm-hmm. delete stuff from the app store. Like, that's not a big yeah. deal, right? Whereas, like, yeah. I'm sure that, you know, Crafton and all the other people that had their hands in PUBG, you know, through Blue Hole and the PUBG Corporation, Tencent and everything else, has um, definitely, like, brought the issue up to Apple, like, the amount of clones. And I'm sure Apple was just like, well, they're not breaking the rules. I mean, you can't you can't copyright a game where 100 people drop in and a circle closes. Like, that's just, it mm-hmm. is what it is. And I guess, you know, it doesn't really matter that it, they look literally identical because uh, yeah. they're using their own assets and stuff. I mean, there are differences, even yeah. though you kind of need to get your magnifying glass out to see them. Um, 
So I don't know. It makes me wonder like what the the long-term impact of this is going to be with, um, you know, Apple indicating that they will remove games if they're shameless yeah. enough. The interesting thing about the PUBG stuff is like, uh, it sure took them long enough to do anything about that. Like Garena Free Fire's been around for like five years. <laughs> it's like been around almost as well, long as PUBG. Yeah, but I, I'm and, saying it seems likely that they probably have tried to do stuff, but Apple has just been like, hey, they're following the rules too. They said that they've talked to behind the scenes or whatever, but I mean, to what extent, how long does that take? You know yeah. what I mean? If a game's literally been around for five years and all of a sudden it's like, well, now we need to sue because you're not doing anything about it. Like you gave them five years mm-hmm. to do something about it yeah. while this game is constantly getting promoted and making money and having tournaments all over the world and stuff like that. Like I feel like at a certain point from PUBG's perspective, it's it's on them to have made more noise earlier because they let these games, I mean, you know, flourish. I guess. But at the same time, it, it's like, what can they really do? You know, because like the whole system is stacked in the favor of these people making these clones. So like, you know, I, I don't Why know. didn't they just sue four years ago? You know, like I, why did it take, I think they didn't this have long to actually sue. I think they didn't have much reason to, because Apple probably could hold fast to the idea of like, Hey, we don't remove stuff. That's not bringing the rules from the app store. Sorry. Like I know, I know these guys make a similar game to you, but too bad. Yeah. So sad. And then, you know, it turns around however many years later, you know, when Gruber texts the right person at Apple, they will remove those games. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it just takes the right person making the right amount of noise. Yeah, well, I don't think I don't think the Wordle situation had any bearing on them really? suing. I mean, I'm sure this was probably had to be in the works for a while. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's just like one this, of those but... things where it just seems mm-hmm. like like there's no way that the Wordle situation is not going to be like a, a vital component to this whole argument. Right. Yeah. And Apple's super inconsistent with stuff like this, too, and has been for yeah. years. Um, about what they think is okay or what's not okay or like whatever. But um, yeah, the PUBG thing is weird because it's like, I don't know. I wonder why they didn't do anything earlier. And there's so many PUBG clones, you know what I mean? And so many successful ones. Like Garena Free Fire earned like 1.2 billion last year yeah. or something like that. And I like mean, PUBG earned 2 billion, but like still... That that's also, crazy that like that you didn't bring this up earlier. <laughs> I mean, something to consider also is that like it's possible that they have been bringing it up, but because of the Wordle thing, like their PR people have been like, "Hey, let's let's you know put our thumb on Maybe. the scale on this one because like people are talking about these knockoffs. We've got you know this thing in progress yeah. forever." Like, you well, know, the other weird thing is they're suing YouTube too um, for hosting videos of any of those games. Yeah. And I, I don't know the grounds of that either. Yeah, like right. how can you sue YouTube for hosting a, I don't a video of a game that you think is, you know, illegal or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. It all seems very suspect to me, not saying they don't have a, a point or they shouldn't be doing something about it, but it all just seems like weird timing and, um, just a weird set of circumstances. But I don't know. We'll see all this stuff too. It's like, it, it just, what, depends on what a jury and a court thinks too you know like i don't even know what country this (laughs) lawsuit will be decided in. i mean that's kind of the other thing too well they drew they filed it in california so um but they they requested a jury trial so it's like okay well now you got to get like however many jury members that who who knows who understands any of this stuff too Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah um i feel like that's always like a really dicey sort of thing too because they sued um 
Fortnite too, like a couple of years ago, and um, ended up settling out of court or maybe just dropping the lawsuit altogether or whatever. But for a similar sort of thing where they were like, they stole our idea. Um, and I think that you wouldn't have wanted that to go to jury trial. Yeah. Um, well, what's interesting about the PUBG and Fortnite thing is that, um, so player unknown himself, like the original guy behind PUBG losing mm -hmm. his mind about Fortnite so loudly and publicly is what put mm -hmm. Fortnite on my radar. Like I didn't even know about the yeah. game. And <laughs> right. that was when it was like very, very new and early. And I really wonder like, yeah. um, you know, if you consider like the kind of like the butterfly effect of those tweets, like mm -hmm. if he never yeah. did that, like would Fortnite exist where it is today? Because like, I totally, I like very vividly remember, like we were, my friends and I were super into PUBG, but it was kind of getting grindy mm -hmm. and, you know, like there were mm -hmm. a lot of cheaters and all this other stuff. And then player unknown was going off on Fortnite, And I remember telling mm -hmm. my friends like, Hey, maybe we should try this Fortnite thing. Like, yeah. I don't know, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, if this guy's complaining about it, it must be pretty good. Um, he you know, strikes so. and affected himself. Basically. Yeah. So that's funny. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. This sort of stuff is, who knows? I don't know. I, so don't care about like legal drama stuff anymore, especially all the epic Apple, Fortnite, blah, 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 blah. Um, I don't know if this will end up being another one of those, but I do think it's something worth keeping an eye on just to see what happens because yeah. it's such a weird situation, I think. I mean, something else to consider too is that, um, yeah, I have, I have family that does like legal doc review. And like one of the things that, you know, I learned from talking about their day to day is that like these big companies are just constantly suing each other. Mm -hmm. over everything and anything so like the fact yeah, that this one is going too. on you know like is sort of irrelevant in the grand scheme of just how how you know these companies that have these huge legal departments that just do nothing but sue other people and defend from getting that's sued true. yeah so that's a good point yeah i don't know um yeah video games are just big companies suing each other yeah. love it yeah so but yeah Want to hop into the old news? Sure. I just oh, had a few what? things. Oh, sure. What? Go ahead. No, you go. I um, I was going to say, I, I actually took the time to learn how auto chess games work, and I actually think I kind of mm. like them now. Oh, which one do you like? Um, well, so I got into... Uh, I, well, so in League of Legends, they have been doing this very clever thing where... Um, League of Legends itself, like League proper, where you play like a 5v5 MOBA, like doesn't have a battle pass or anything like that. However, Teamfight mm. Tactics has a battle pass and your activity mm. in League of Legends is also fills up that battle pass. And then uh, uh, so like meanwhile, mm. like when you play, you're getting like constant alerts. So like, hey, you just unlocked this thing. Oh, hey, shit. You're like, you, congratulations. You're still 20 in the battle pass. Like. You know, you just so they, they, they've enticed everyone to make team fight tactics their side hustle because well, why not? I mean, that's that's why I tried it because I was like, oh damn, like I have so much shit in mm -hmm. this game that I just have gotten mm -hmm. from like playing this other game that I like. Like, I guess mm -hmm. let me fiddle around with these things that they've given me for free. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I don't know, it's I, I, I'm doing better and better, but I still don't like there's so much about the game that I don't understand. Um, mm -hmm. and it's clear that you get into these, like, so it's a it's like a 10 player i don't even really know how the matchmaking works i think it's like a 10 player round robin or something like that where like everyone fights mm -hmm. someone else and you just keep going until like there's only one person remaining mm -hmm. um and the matchmaking is sort of interesting because like the person that always wins 
it's like you look at their team and you're like, how did you even get that? Like, I don't even understand yeah. like where these characters came from or how you got those items on your guy or like other mm-hmm. things like that. Whereas like, you know, place number like three to 10 will be like mm-hmm. scrubs like me that are like, oh yeah, cool. We're mashing our guys together. This is, this is fun. <laughs> and I just like, I don't really know yet how to get to like that next level of like, look at me. Yeah. I like, I have all the three star dudes and they all have equipment on them and yeah. everything else. So. I have zero knowledge or really interest in any of the auto chess stuff. I just remember it as a fad and um, tried a few of the games that came out and just couldn't. Yeah. I don't know. It wasn't my thing at all. It's interesting to Uh, me, like how passive of a game it is. Yeah. Like I would say a good, like 80 to 90% of the game, like you're not doing anything other than just like waiting for the outcome of the battle. That seems like something I would like. I mean, that's kind of why I've, I've been playing it. Have to really play. <laughs> because, like, you know, I'll be, like, working and stuff, and, like, you know, you need, like, mm-hmm. maybe, like, 10 to 30 seconds of interactivity, like, every, like, maybe, like, one to yeah. two minutes, you know? Yeah. So it's, like, really easy to be, like, oh, all right, yeah, boom, 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 all right, and then go back to, like, writing my email or whatever, and then, like, oh, the remember when over. um Remember when Lineage 2 came out on mobile? Mm-hmm. And I remember you would, like, just have it set up on your desk. Yeah. And just be playing itself like auto yeah like a virtual pet MMO every virtual few minutes pet. You look over and like poke at it like cool uh i like stuff like that i feel like they people get such a so been out of shape over like oh this game has auto battle i'm not even trying it mm-hmm. and i'm like who cares man that's sort of fun if you're in the mood for it that reminds me i need to check in on what my godville guy is up to i just checked on mine for the first time in a while and i was like oh he's probably been dead for months and um he was still alive. I was like, hey, what's up? Yeah, my Godville guy is 11 years and five months old. It's really crazy to I think, think that if I just would have had, like, uh... a kid when I downloaded this game, <laughs> right? Like, they would be, what, in, like, sixth grade or whatever you are when you're 11? Level yeah, 65. something like that. 11 years, five months. Um, ooh, I'm level 76 and uh, almost got all the wood for my arc. I've had my million dollars in the bank. <laughs> I've had my pet, uh, who's a rocky raccoon named Toto, for nine years and eleven months. Ooh, I, I, my, my pet's a bipolar bear, and I've had him for nine years. Named Felix. Mm. Yeah, uh, what a crazy game this is. I, I meant to talk about it when um, we had been playing for ten years. I was like, that's a good point to like write about this game. And now here we are. It's like eleven and a half years, but. One of these days, I'm going to be like, Godville, what's up? That's the longest game I've ever played in my life. Yeah, no, I mean, for real, consistently, it is. I mean, semi-consistently. I mean, does it count as playing if you randomly think of it every three or four months and load it up to see what your guy's doing? I don't know. Stuff's happening in the game even when you're not playing, so I feel like that's it's yeah. playing itself. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I'm yeah, going to be I real bummed when I load that up one day and it's like, oh, Godville's offline. It'll be like, my guy just died. Oh, I know. Yeah, that would be really sad. Uh, anywho, hey, that's a good segue into our news section, which is uh, first story of is talking about. Speaking of games shutting down, um, this has actually become kind of like a recurring uh, section on our podcast because uh, a lot of free to play games have been shutting down lately. Forza Street is the latest; it's shutting down in the spring. They just released a big final update that kind of like. Um, lets you just get all the cool stuff <laughs> basically you can't buy any in-game in-app purchase stuff anymore um 
I always thought it was funny, like, when these games shut down, they tend to do something like this. Like, okay, the last month or two we're going to be around is we're going to go out with a bang. And, like, yeah, yeah. all the hard stuff to get is now easy and, you know, do whatever. Um, I feel like that's the time you should play these games. Oh, yeah, And just get sure. a couple good months of, like, juicing all the cool stuff. And then it shuts down and you're like, well, whatever. Um, yeah. I'd... But, yeah, Forza Street, um, I don't know. I never... I think it lasted longer than most. It came out in May of uh, 2020. So it, it almost made it a couple of years. Um, I would love to sit through some kind of like post-mortem of this because it really seemed yeah. like it had like everything going for it, right? And that it was like... You would think. <clears throat> like I really wonder if the game was like weirdly like hamstrung in some way with like Microsoft or like yeah. whatever else because like... You know, particularly with like Forza as it is on the console with it like being a Game Pass game and everything else, like it mm -hmm. seems like something like this could just be like such a cool little companion experience, you know, where it's like, yeah. oh, just log into your Microsoft account uh, and all your cars from the Game Pass Forza are just there and then you can use them yeah. to, you know, drag race or, or vice versa, and, like pl play this special event in the mobile game and unlock a special car that you can yeah. use in the console game. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't understand why they don't go hard on that synergy type thing more. Uh, like you were saying with team fight tactics though, like that got you, Oh yeah. You're a big league 100%. player and now you're playing team fight tactics specifically. Cause you're like unlocking stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So th there's a lot of potential for that here that never happened. I think maybe there was some crossover stuff with some achievements, Probably because it's an Xbox game, but I don't actually know. I didn't. I didn't really play this one much. I mean, the time um, that I did spend with it, it, just didn't. It's. It felt like it was like, oh, hey, here's another kind of like CSR sort of like weird racing game, but instead of yeah. it being CSR, it's Forza, which like yeah, I don't know. To, to me, like the Forza brand is not this, and maybe that's mm -hmm. maybe that's what the problem was. Was like just the mismatch yeah. of expectations, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I um I never got into the CSR thing, but I know that like that game was wildly popular and has a huge legion of fans and um that's cool. You know what I mean? But also it's not like a a regular racing game isn't possible on mobile. That's like probably one of the genres that translates the best to touchscreens. So you see something like Grid Autosport, this is crazy premium loaded with content full-blown racing game and then you see forza and you're like oh it's like a timing mini game game that looks really nice <laughs> yep, like yep. you know i how are you not disappointed that it's not just a regular forza game even if it was like forza horizon 2 or one of the older games or something that's just ported to mobile like that would do gangbusters um or make a mobile game that's just like picks and chooses different courses and stuff from all the different forza games and make it like a greatest hits mobile version just with full blown racing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't, that's what I would have done, but I get why a company would want to be like, let's get in on that CSR racing craze. Um, but yeah, I just think Forza is maybe not the right brand for that. Yeah. Um, cause who just, one of the other one that just shut down was also, um, a popular racing series that had like a CSR kind of like mobile game. And I can't, the name is escaping me, but it was another. I'll remember it as soon as we stop recording. Yeah. Um, it was another like really popular and like, um, like respected, like racing series. So what is the Need for mean? Speed ones? Was it Need for Speed? I don't know. I know I want to, maybe. I don't so know. I thought they there had might a have been a Need, need for, for Speed one, one that was like very CSR like. 
I think they did. Yeah. I mean, I guess this it's not fair to call this like totally CSR like because it's just like a timing based racing game, right? Right. Like uh, yeah. Um, which I I don't know. I, I just like don't think that like the person that's into Forza like that's necessarily what they were looking for. Well, like you said though, like you can get enticed by something like that if it um is more if it brings meaningful stuff to your other full yeah. console games or whatever. You know right. what I mean? Like, oh, this is something cool to dick around with when I'm watching TV. And then when I go play Forza later, I have all the stuff unlocked or whatever. Um, as opposed to like, I want to just sit down and play this game because I like Forza on consoles. Yeah. Like, n- I don't see that. So, yeah, I mean, even if it was like, um, maybe you, you can't use cars one-to-one, but like you're unlocking like cosmetics for your guy or like anything, you know, things like that. I, I, I yeah. think that would have been really cool because, you know, like you don't have your Xbox with you everywhere you go, but you do have your phone. So like, yeah, right. I don't know. No, I agree. So not super surprising. This guy's shutting down, but, um, that's why the, the postmortem will be really interesting. Yeah. I guess if you, uh, haven't played it, now's the time to just hop in and see all the cool stuff without having to grind or pay anything. Yeah. Um, Maybe I'll download it again just give it a <laughs> go. For, for the next month. <laughs> just see what it's all about. Um, <coughs> yeah, I'm waiting for something like that to happen with like Injustice or something like that, where it's like, hey, this is shutting down. We're just like, you can just play all the characters. I'll be like, oh shit, finally. Like, yeah, <laughs> right. Um, so I, dro- I dropped my water bottle. I have like a hydro flask, one of those metal water bottles. And um, I dropped it and it totally caved in the bottom. And so now the bottom doesn't sit flat and it rocks back and forth. And uh, I feel like I'm playing chicken with myself on when I'm going to knock this over onto my keyboard. You should uh, upgrade to a Yeti. Mm. Mm. How much are they paying you to say that? Uh, no comment. No comment. I am in the market for a new water bottle. So maybe I'll look into the Yeti. Since I just so really like the, uh, the little, I don't have it near me right now, but the little like flip up sippy straw uh mm-hmm. lid that you can get is really good okay i'll look into it that. Is a, I, I believe it's a 15 or 20 dollar add-on though so <gasps> that's how they get you is with the stupid accessories you know the funny thing about this water bottle though i've had this hydroflask for maybe like four or five years and um i remember when i bought it, it was like I, I it was like some sale on amazon or something where it was like 30 instead of 40 dollars or whatever but you're still like 30 dollar water bottle that's so stupid yeah. I drink out of this thing constantly every single day. And if I go anywhere, if I leave the house, it comes with me mm-hmm. always. Yeah. Never, ever without it. And so it's like, man, 30 bucks, <laughs> something you use that often is pretty cheap. So even if I had to buy a Yeti that was like 100, I feel like it's, oh, no, it's it would worthwhile be, be like, investment. It'd be like 50 bucks or something, you know, nothing yeah, crazy. Can, but like, yeah, we can, yeah, I mean, we feel, I feel it up. the same way about like our, our Yeti stuff. Like it, it's, it was sure it was expensive, but like it all just works really well. And yeah, we and use you it all use the it time. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think know. it's fun to justify expensive things that you use a lot. Yeah. Um, okay. Next story I had to talk about. Oh, um, so full motion video gaming has uh, kind of like uh, found a second life in the last like five or ten years, um, which I think is funny because we both grew up around the same time when like Sega CD came out. And um, PC CD-ROM was, like, this hot new thing when I was, like, in middle school. And I remember, like, I remember going to, uh, what was it, Egghead Software, I think? One of the one of the computer stores near me that had a Sega CD on display and just watching the Sewer Shark demo and being oh, like, yeah. oh, my God, this, this is, is so high-tech. Yeah. Um, 
And so it's funny that like that was such a fad and such a badly handled like, um, you know, like new technology for gaming that just never really was utilized well back in the day. But also it had like technology against it because like full motion video in the 90s was like terrible quality mm -hmm. and like storage was a problem. And you know what I mean? So it was sort of like ahead of its time, I guess, because yeah. now people think of really cool ways to use full motion video in gaming or like interactive stories. And, um, yeah, and nowadays a, like <laughs> a YouTube video on, um, the making of mist last night for whatever weird reason. I just oh, got yeah. on a YouTube rabbit hole. That sounds um, interesting. Yeah. Ars Technica has a series of videos called like war stories or whatever, where they like, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. interview like people that did cool shit about stuff from like a long time ago. And they're just like very candid about stuff because like no one cares anymore. Yeah. Um, and it was really like the interesting takeaway for me was that they needed to because CD-ROM technology was so new and CD-ROM drives were so slow compared to like mm -hmm. how they mm -hmm. are now. Well, I guess mm -hmm. you don't even really have a CD-ROM now, but like um, right. <laughs> they had to get really, really, really creative with regards to like where they put the actual assets on the actual disk. Because, mm -hmm. like, your seek times are so long to switch in between mm -hmm. tracks and stuff. So they had to, like, figure out all the things you would need in that specific area and, like, put it very close on the disk. <laughs> so, like, you didn't really need to, like, move the CD-ROM drive that much to find yeah. the next file it needed. And then oh, to go back crazy. to, like, the one that it might need before to, like, play a sound effect or a music track or, or whatever yeah. else. Yeah. And it's just, like, wild to think, like... Well, I mean, you know, CD-ROMs, crazy to think about it, it was so long ago too, but like mm -hmm. needing to build your game, not only from like a technical standpoint, but also like engineering, like the specific positioning on the disk yeah, that the files are going to be on. Yeah. Which, um, that's really know. cool. I would have never thought about that. Um, but yeah, so nowadays, um, film quality isn't an issue. Um, having a large bit of file sizes for filming, you know, full, uh, video footage stuff isn't an issue or whatever. So full motion video games have kind of like found their footing nowadays. And, um, a lot of people coming out and do doing some unique things with them, which I think is great. I feel like it's, uh, it makes me happy because I thought it was such a, like, this is the future of games for sure mm -hmm. back in the nineties. And then it was like, Oh, nope. But now it's like, okay, like, yeah, this is totally a viable, like, genre now in, instead of, like, a laughing stock genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so a new full motion video game is coming to um, PC and mobile um, in April, and it's called The Gallery. Um, not a ton is known about the um, actual plot. It, it, it sounds pretty unique. It's like um, one part of it takes place in 1981 and one part in 2021. Um and it kind of sounds like the premise is like this crazy artist like kidnaps like an art curator person and holds her hostage um, and then makes all these demands or whatever. And I can't quite tell, but it almost seems like in the 81 era of the game, um, it's a, a crazy guy kidnaps a woman and holds her hostage. The 2021 version of basically the same premise is a woman kidnaps a guy and I kind of think it might be the victim from the first time around coming back to get like revenge 30 years later on the guy that kidnapped her in the first place. It kind of seems like that. I don't know. Hmm. It's interesting. Um, but what really brought this to my attention was um, the uh, well, first of all, it's somebody that's done some other full motion video games before um, the complex and five dates are two that are actually on mobile 
um, and they have been, you know, well regarded. But um, this one in particular, the gallery is also going to release in theaters. And I thought this was a really cool idea. They release it in the theater, and then everybody that comes to the show gets a glow stick. And then they play the game on the big screen, and then the audience kind of votes on what happens next with their glow sticks. And, uh, or, or their phones, like hold their phone in the air or whatever. Um, so it's sort of like audience-driven, like choose-your-own-adventure um, yeah, which so is a really cool idea. The um, you know, back when the world was normal, one of the last things that I did before uh, COVID really went hog wild was um, go to the Undertale Undertale live performance. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did something very similar to that, where it was like, hey, if you want to participate, like text uh, you know Undertale oh, yeah. to you know five oh five oh five or or whatever. Right. Um, and then you know we, you would get to to certain points in the show where like you need to, because they were like basically playing the game while the uh you know orchestra played the soundtrack right oh, and, so awesome and so i don't remember if it like texted you like okay what well, you know what should we go press one for right or or two hmm. for left kind of thing and yeah. um yeah. you know everyone had you know, like 30 seconds to vote or whatever it was a pretty cool system i don't remember specifically how it worked but it was yeah as sms based which i was really impressed by huh that's really cool um yeah kind of a similar thing here I, i'm always a, a fan of of like this sort of crowd driven gameplay type thing like Twitch plays Pokemon or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, so this seems like really cool. Um the theater release seems like it's only going to be in the UK, so uh, I'm not going to get a chance to go do this myself, but I like the idea and I could see this sort of thing maybe catching on, especially with nowadays like I don't know if you've noticed like sports teams and stuff like that like um people that go to like games like um always have like fancy wristbands that you, you pass out to everyone that goes to a game that all light up a certain way or like buzz or you can order food from them or, you know, weird like high tech sort of things that I could see this sort of thing being like, hey, you go to a movie and everyone gets a wristband that you can like push buttons and do interactive stuff with the movie. Like that seems like a, a, a direction that like, you know, movies could go, um, which would be really cool. So. Anyway, the game itself looks cool. Um, comes out in April, no specific date, but uh, it will be coming to mobile. It looks really cool. It's called uh, The Gallery. Watch the trailer because the trailer is all about the um, cinema release, so you can kind of see what I'm talking about. Um, and then uh, Handy Games, who has released all sorts of crazy premium games on mobile yeah. over the last few years. Um, they are like, uh, they are doing the thing when it comes to premium games. Um are bringing El Hijo, A Wild West Tale, to mobile later this month on the 25th. Um, this game, I had, I actually hadn't heard of this before, um, but apparently it was released on um, consoles and PCs and all that kind of stuff um, last year or the year before. And um, it's interesting. It's a stealth game that stars like a child, and it's like a non-violent stealth game, hmm. which I think is a really cool thing. And um, it's kind of cute, like the all the elements you would use, like to distract people, you know, like you would use in a stealth game, like um, or like his toys. You can like throw a toy and make a noise and then dart by somebody or whatever. Um, lots of cool stealth elements. But I like the idea of that. It's a kid and that it's not about like snapping necks, like sneaking up on someone and choking them out or whatever, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, that's kind of cool. And uh, obviously, Handy Games is very good at making um complex console games work on touchscreen and you can see that in the mobile trailer here um it looks like they have a really good 
control control scheme set up and uh yeah i'm sure it'll support controllers too they're pretty good about doing that stuff too so um hadn't heard of this before but now that it's coming to mobile it's on my radar and after watching the trailer i'm like dang i really want to play this so yeah, i mean all handy game, game stuff is typically really impressive so yeah they don't do they don't really release anything bad and they make a huge effort when they bring a premium game from a console or pc to mobile a huge effort to make sure to do it right they're kind of like feral interactive where it's mm-hmm. like we're not just going to like throw the game out there or whatever we're going to like spend time making the controls work properly and, and stuff like that um which i appreciate so um el Ijo is the name of the game definitely watch the trailer it's very cute and it's coming out on january 25th it'll be 10 bucks yeah, 10 cool. bucks wow Ten buckaroos! Oh my god! Holy moly! I could have gotten like four thousand mobile games for that. Um, and then the last thing I had to talk about from this week is um, Crush the Castle Legacy Collection is coming on March first, and um, it's always interesting to me to talk about Crush the Castle because um, you remember as well as I do when Angry Birds was like the most popular thing mm-hmm. in the world. There was always somebody that was like, um. Actually, it's, Crush the Castle did it first, mm-hmm. and this is a ripoff, and blah, blah, blah. And it's not like they're wrong. Like, Crush the Castle did come first, and Angry Birds did get all the glory for this type of game. But, um, you know, I, I, I don't I, I don't see it as, like, a ripoff or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but Crush the Castle itself is very good, and it's actually quite different because uh, you're using a trebuchet instead of a slingshot, which has a very different sort of feel to it. Um, and it was way cooler, I think. So um, this game actually compiles the first three games, Crush the Castle 1, Crush the Castle 2, and then Crush the Castle Adventures um, into one collection. And it has some light remastering done with some higher resolution graphics and new achievements and things like that. Um, plus it includes all the expansion packs that were l- released for these games back in the day. Um, yeah, kind of cool, especially in the face of like Armor Games, who has basically made made their name as a flash game hosting site. Yeah. Um, and now they're like a developer and publisher, and they're kind of a big player in gaming. Um, and and Flash is dead, so you know it's weird to me that like these types of games can just be gone unless somebody puts the effort into like port them to a different platform, like HTML5 or something. Um. Which they have done with a lot of their library, but not all of it. And probably all of it won't get done, right? So there's going to be some games, some Flash games that get lost, um, which is a shame. So it's cool when they re-release things like this on like mobile or other platforms, um, because I feel like they have a lot longer chance to live. Like there's, There's also been a few things that have popped up that are like Flash to HTML5, like translators or... I mean, I don't know what the right word is, yeah. you know, like emulator sort of thing. So I don't think that yeah. flash stuff is like going away, going away. It's just going to get a little bit more complicated to play it. Yeah, I think system like that set up for their site, and it's just like miss which ones work, which ones don't, or whatever. Uh, I know because I tried to play these. The Crystal Castle doesn't work on our games anymore. Uh, maybe one of the others seems to. Oh, you're, getting, you're getting mega roboty now, Jared. Jared's actively doing the robot. Am I better? There you go. That's a little Am better. I dead? A little bit better. Did you take one? Oh, dying still. How Skype's complaining that we have a poor connection. 
Shaming. It's healing, maybe. I see you moving now. That's an improvement. Am I better? Yeah, it's workable. No. Yeah. Oh, I you can, just you just I can hear you. You just now. teleported. Oh my god. Okay. I think that again. Yeah, it's not great. Well let's let's Do we wrap things up? Yeah, let's wrap this story up and we'll call it a day before the internet gods get too angry at us. Crush the Castle Legacy Collection coming out on March first. You should buy it. Thanks for listening to our show. See you next week. <laughs> That's it. I mean it's better now. <laughs> Is it better now? Okay. Yeah. That was the last thing I had to talk about, so um, we can wrap things up. My DOG looks like he's about ready to P-E-E all over the place, so I should probably go take him out. Um, it's a good thing so that full you outro. spelled that because I wouldn't have known otherwise. <laughs> you learn to spell things when you have kids so they don't understand. And then, like, with him, we used to not be able to say the – W-A-L-K word. Mm. Um, and so it became just W. But now he recognizes that. And so it's like, I say A-L-K now. <laughs> it's like you have to just know what I'm talking about. But uh, nice. Anywho, uh, so that's all we had for this week. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. And as always, Touch Arcade is primarily supported through our readers and our viewers and our listeners. So if you like what we do and want to see us continue doing it, Check out patreon.com forward slash touch arcade. Consider throwing a little support our way. We have had quite a few new patrons and just want to do another shout out and say thank you to all those people for keeping us going. Um, you can also help us out by doing your Amazon shopping through toucharcade.com forward slash Amazon and uh, clicking through our little affiliate link thingy and then buying all the stuff from Amazon. Hopefully super expensive things. Um, and uh, still begging for some emails, podcast at touchercade.com. If you want to say hello to us, we haven't got an email in quite a while. So that would be a huge event in my life. Um, so with all that, thanks again for listening. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Touch Arcade Show. See ya.